0: Tucker makes a huge announcement, which is going to make Twitter even more relevant than it already was. Gavin Newsom responds to the reparations demands from the committee that he created, and a study comes out that transing the kids may not help their mental fitness. Well, duh. What's surprising about this study is who actually did it. This is Gene. And you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, oh man, Joe Biden's got some problems coming his way. So, Title 42 ends tomorrow. And uh, yesterday, al- almost 11,000 people crossed the border. That was yesterday. So, Title 42 ends tomorrow. I can't wait to see what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, He also went and started negotiating with Kevin McCarthy about the debt limit, which means he didn't negotiate at all with Kevin McCarthy during the debt limit. Essentially, what they did is they had a meeting that stated, uh, hey, you need to raise the debt limit, no cuts, no conditions there. And Kevin McCarthy, of course, said, no, we need to make cuts. I mean, Joe Biden wants to spend between three and five trillion dollars this year. And Kevin McCarthy is saying, no, we can't. So what he did is he put in a bill that basically brings the spending limit down to about 2020 or 2019 levels, which was still high, but at least it's not three to five trillion dollars a year and Joe Biden said no. Uh, we are going to continue spending unfettered and you need to let us do it and Kevin McCarthy is saying no. by the way, um, there's a lots of talk about defaulting. I've heard from a couple of economists that this is not gonna happen, but if we default, it's gonna happen either now or it's gonna happen. Next year, it's going to happen no matter what. We're going to end up in austerity. If we do not actually do something about this, we need to cut our spending. See, here's the thing. A lot of people don't want their welfare cut. A lot of people don't want their food stamps cut. A lot of people don't want their free Medicare cut, medical care cut. Here's the big problem that a lot of people don't understand. Or refuse to understand. They do understand it. They just refuse to accept it. And what that is is, it's going to be cut whether we like it or not. Because a $31 trillion debt, which is going to be $32 trillion very soon, is unsustainable. You can't print your money out of this. And we're losing the ability to have our currency as the default currency with the way China is playing. Yeah, we'll end up in austerity, which means they're going to cut that stuff anyway. Social security is already going insolvent. You can, hey, my generation can screw social security. We're not getting it. Forget about Gen uh, Z. They're (laughs) social security. It's a tax. So the insanity continues. But it's going to get worse for Joe Biden. Apparently, the CIA has been involved in um, in uh, the Hunter Biden scandal. They have been coming up with ideas to make the Hunter Biden scandal look not as bad as everyone says it is. So, let's see if I understand this correctly. Joe Biden lied about it. The FBI lied about it. The DOJ was working directly with the uh, directly with Hunter Biden. His Secretary of State was dealing directly with Hunter Biden. 17 people in the Biden family have made money and the only one we're not 100% sure of is Joe Biden. And now the CIA was directly involved in trying to hide this Wow. I'm sorry. Even though Joe Biden has the media in his pocket, he's not going to be able to hide this much longer. He's going to have to face this. This is too big a scandal. So we've got some fun stuff coming up. We'll have to see. I don't like, I don't talk much about them because I'm trying to keep this more to the line of um, culture. So let's get to our stories. So our first story, Tucker made a an absolutely huge announcement yesterday. So, he, of course, he was on Twitter and he posted a video. It looks like he posted it in his home. It's a nice video, nice background and everything. And, I God, I, I, I hear this three-minute message, and it is kind of long. I'm going to play the entire three minutes. But I miss him. Fox really screwed up getting rid of this guy because I was trying to watch a little bit of Fox yesterday, basically in, in, during the in between periods of the hockey game. <coughs> and the show is so boring. And now Tucker announced it, and you can just hear the actual energy that Tucker has that Fox is actually missing. So let's listen to Tucker and his big announcement.
1: Hey, it's Tucker Carlson. You often hear people say the news is full of lies, but most of the time that's not exactly right. Much of what you see on television or read the New York Times is in fact true in the literal sense. It could pass one of the media's own fact checks. Lawyers would be willing to sign off on it. In fact, they may have, but that doesn't make it true. It's not true. At the most basic level, the news you consume is a lie. A lie of the stealthiest and most insidious kind. Facts have been withheld on purpose, along with proportion and perspective. You are being manipulated. How does that work? Let's see. If I tell you that a man has been unjustly arrested for armed robbery, that is not, strictly speaking, a lie. He may have been framed. At this point, there's been no trial, so no one can really say. But if I don't mention the fact that the same man has been arrested for the same crime six times before... Am I really informing you? No, I'm not. I'm misleading you. And that's what the news media are doing in every story that matters every day of the week, every week of the year. What's it like to work in a system like that? After more than 30 years in the middle of it, we could tell you stories. The best you can hope for in the news business at this point is the freedom to tell the fullest truth that you can, but there are always limits. And you know that if you bump up against those limits often enough, you will be fired for it. That's not a guess. It's guaranteed. Every person who works in English language media understands that. The rule of what you can't say defines everything. It's filthy, really, and it's utterly corrupting. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments, amazingly as of tonight there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech the last big one remaining in the world the only one is twitter where we are now twitter has long served as the place where our national conversation incubates and develops twitter is not a partisan site everybody's allowed here and we think that's a good thing And yet, for the most part, the news that you see analyzed on Twitter comes from media organizations that are themselves thinly disguised propaganda outlets. You see it on cable news, you talk about it on Twitter. The result may feel like a debate, but actually the gatekeepers are still in charge. We think that's a bad system. We know exactly how it works, and we're sick of it. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things, too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon.
0: Now, I gotta tell you, Elon Musk is making Twitter very relevant, and he said he was going to do something like this. Well, what he's done is he's made it that you can actually host uh, shows on Twitter and He has monetized those shows. And so basically what you can do is pay for a subscription. So what Tucker is doing here is basically saying, I'm just going to do my show on Twitter. There is a thinly veiled, very thinly veiled dig at Fox. He's actually talking about CNN and MSNBC. They're the ones, the example he uses are them. But he's basically saying Fox is in the same boat. And by the way, I've been thinking Fox is kind of in the same boat for a long time, even though they are more conservative than the other groups. They're not conservative like, let's say, Newsmax or OAN or the Daily Wire or the Blaze or the Post Millennial. Um, But they are more conservative, but they are mainstream media, legacy media. Elon Musk is trying to make Twitter into a place that can hold actual news. And not just news that is uh, one way or the other, but all news. Because let's face it, 80% of people get their news from social media. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, which is why TikTok is really dangerous since it's run by the Chinese. And of course, Twitter. So Elon Musk, I'm sorry, I find Twitter extremely fun now. I think Twitter is actually really useful, fun. It's it's easier to go into. You still see everything you do want to see and everything you don't want to see. I'd like to see what's going to happen with these subscriptions, but I think that would be great. Now, a lot of people thought that okay, Elon Musk and Tucker Carlson have been talking. I, I think I mentioned this a couple days ago. Well, they have been talking, but I don't think it was the way they want. Elon Musk tweeted about this, about this announcement. He said, quote, uh, On this platform, unlike, one, uh, unlike the one-way street of broadcast, people are able to interact, critique, and refute whatever is said. And of course, anything misleading will get an at community notes. By the way, Tucker's announced, that's true, which is a good thing. People will post memes or things online that look real, and the community notes do appear and explain, put that tweet on in context. Now, one of the first things I checked is, does Tucker's acknowledgement have one of those uh, community notes? It doesn't. So, what Tucker said was true. Next, uh, continuing with Musk, I also want to be clear that we have not signed a deal of any kind. Tucker is subject to the same rules and rewards of all content creators. Rewards means subscriptions and advertising revenue share coming soon, which is a function of how many people subscribe and the advertising views associated with the content. Now, what's kind of cool, and the subscriptions have already started. The revenue share thing—I don't know anything about. Uh, they've also made it that companies can receive a gold check mark or a gray check mark for legacy. Um, they have to spend a thousand dollars a month. So all this stuff is coming on Twitter. It's uh, most of it's already there. So they're really building this up. They're trying to make this. Into a YouTube slash Facebook kind of um, platform, which I think is ex- which is exactly what Elon Musk wanted to do. They already have live shows on. I uh, I participated. It's really uh, it's really becoming fleshed out and interesting. So. It makes sense that Tucker has decided to go there. It also makes sense that Tucker has decided, or not decided, but he doesn't have a choice. He can't sign a contract with anyone right now. Don't forget, he's under contract with Fox News, and he's under contract through 2024. He's getting $20 million a year. And one of the things Tucker said, he's trying to get out of that. But he's still in it. And right now, he's accusing Fox News of a lot of things. I guess a letter was sent out yesterday to Fox News. And uh, saying, you guys have committed fraud. You guys are breaching contract. It was a very strongly worded letter. So, Tucker is trying to get out of that contract. But the reality is he can't sign a contract with Musk. He can't sign it now. And the reason he can't sign it now is because he is under contract. But we'll have to see. You know, if Tucker decided to start his show on Twitter, like Matt Walsh did. Matt Walsh was demonetized by YouTube because he said that men are only men and women can only be women. And so they demonetized him. Um, he just went and did his show, is now doing his show on Twitter. He's not doing it on YouTube anymore. Now, granted, he's also doing his show on uh, behind the paywall on the Daily Wire, I subscribe to that. But if Tucker decided to go out and, and do his show on Twitter and I had to subscribe to it, no problem, i definitely subscribe to it. Because I, I just miss the guy and I th- I think he'd have some interesting things to do. Now, this is something interesting. This is only the beginning. Tucker, this is just to get his feet wet. A lot more is coming down line with him. He wants to create a media empire, and he's going to do it. And it's going to work. He's not like, like I I said the other day, he's not like Bill O'Reilly, who actually had some legitimate claims against him. And is kind of an asshole. Tucker is a nice guy. He's smart. He can do this. And he's also experienced. So... Let's get to the next story. Good for Tucker. Uh, He's going to succeed. I have very little doubt he's going to succeed. Okay. um, So we talked yesterday, I think it was Monday, we talked about reparations in California. So there was a reparations committee that Gavin Newsom threw together. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, threw together and they decided they voted and decided that every black person who qualifies uh, is going to be owed by California three hundred thousand to one point two million dollars, so per black person. So you can imagine, a lot of people are identifying as a black. A lot of people in Texas are suddenly becoming California citizens. All sorts of fun stuff. By the way, those are all jokes. You can't. It's not that easy. But um, the total cost of this bill which is now something Gavin Newsom's going to have to deal with, it would be about $800 billion. That's almost three times the state budget. So you can imagine this is going to be a problem for Gavin Newsom. Now, at first, Gavin Newsom, when this passed on uh, Sunday, Gavin Newsom didn't say anything. Well, he did release a statement. So this is what he said. And by the way, according to this is all according to Fox News. Let's just read the whole thing. Uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom declined to endorse the cash payments that could reach as high as $1.2 million for a single recipient, recommended by the Reparations Task Force, telling Fox News Digital that dealing with the legacy of slavery is about much more than cash payments. Oops. So Gavin Newsom is already kind of, you know, flying in the wind. This is what he said. Quote, the reparations task force independent findings and recommendations are are a milestone in our bipartisan effort to advance. Bipartisan effort? California is a completely blue state. There's no bipartisanship in California. It is all Democrats. Matter of fact, this is the biggest problem with single party states. Bipartisan effort. Anyway, bipartisan effort to advance justice and promote healing. This has been, by the way, California was never a slave state. Let's just bring that up. Uh, this has been an important process, and we should continue to work as a nation to reconcile our original sin of slavery and understand how the history has shaped our country. Dealing with the legacy is about much more than cash payments. Many of the recommendations put forward by the Task force are critical critical action items we've already been hard at work addressing, breaking down barriers to vote, bolstering resources to address hate, enacting sweeping law enforcement and justice reforms to build trust and safety, strengthening economic mobility, all while investing billions to root out disparities and improve equity in housing, education, health care, and well beyond. This work must continue. Following the task force submission of its final report this summer, I look forward to a continued partnership with the legislature to advance systemic changes that ensure an inclusive and equitable future for all Californians. So that was his statement. Now, I know, with Democrats, when they speak, it is always wordy, it is always in need of a translation and it is always bullshit. So with this statement, I mean, that's a long statement. That's a three paragraph statement he made. Let me do you the favor and translating this into pure English. And I've, I've I've learned how to do this. I've learned how to do this through Karen Jean-Pierre. I mean, she taught me how to do this. So let, let, let's go and let's go through the translation, okay? Shall we? <clears throat> this is the translation. This is what he said. <clears throat> Fuck you. We're not doing that. Instead, we will just bitch about systemic race racism and implement bullshit irrelevant policies." End quote. Did you get that? That's the translation. That's what he said. Took him three paragraphs to say that. Okay, speaking of bullshit policies, uh, irrelevant policies, bullshit irrelevant policies, here's one from California. And this came out a couple days ago. So, according to Blaze, California has launched a new hotline for residents to report, quote, hate acts, end quote, quote, quote. Last Thursday, Governor Gavin Newsom, Democrat, and the California Civil Rights Department announced that the launch of the California versus hate. Uh, through the hotline, Californians will be able to snitch on their neighbors for committing, quote, hate acts, end quote, which the service explicitly states do not include violence. Quote, a hate incident is a hostile expression or action that may be motivated by bias against another person's actual or perceived identity. End quote, the website states. Quote, perpetrators may be motivated by Different discriminatory biases, including but not limited to bias based on race, color, disability, religion, national origin, sexual orientation, or gender, including gender identity. The only group that will not be qualify are single, are white, straight, middle-aged men. End quote. Okay, I added that last part. I, continuing. Some examples of hate incidents according to the website are, quote, refusing service, derogatory name calling, and bullying. The new hotline, Newsom explained, is, quote, an unequivocal message that hate will not be tolerated in California. We stand firm for California, for all that it for all, and it is important that we hold perpetrators accountable for the actions and provide resources for those individuals victimized by hate crimes. Now, California, have another tool to ensure that not only justice is served, but that individuals have access to additional resources to help deal with lingering wounds that remain after such horrendous crime occurs end quote. By the way, um, horrendous crime that occurs, yeah, law enforcement is not going to be called. Unless there is violence and real threats, law enforcement will not be called. And as a matter of fact, this hotline, not going to do a damn thing. They'll give you some civil options that you might have. But I, if you're, being called the n-word and someone is beating you because you're black which never happens um you still need to call the police because they're not gonna do that so i i (laughs) it's california basically creating a new worthless bureaucracy that does nothing i even thought about going to the website and I, i am probably gonna do this and contacting this hotline saying that I am a middle-aged, white, straight male that is being harassed by a person of color and they're calling me names. Or maybe I won't be harassed by a person. I'll just say I'm being harassed by a white guy. A white guy from the South. I've got Chad. Chad, he's from the South. He's got got a weird accent. Probably a, He's religious. Probably got to be a racist then. I'll just have say that he's been picking on me. Then maybe I'll get, to, I just, just to see what they do, which is probably nothing. But this is the kind of worthless crap he's going to do, Gavin Newsom, um, in order to replace reparations, which he can't afford and he's not going to do. Boy, he really stuck his foot in it. And this is a guy who I wouldn't be surprised runs for president soon. Okay, this is an incredible story. Our last story of the day. Uh, This report is a real surprise, not because of its findings, because I don't think anybody is surprised by the findings, but it's who actually found or did this report, who released this report, and why this group continues to go through the process of transing the kids, supporting the process of transing the kids. That's what's amazing about this report. So, according to the Post Millennial, a 2021 study of the milita- of military youth has revealed that not only were minors with severe mental illness allowed to embark upon experimental medical sex changes, but also that prescriptions for antipsychotic drugs actually increased after hormonal interventions were initiated, reports Fox News. The study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine, examined the Department of Defense medical records of 3,754 trans-identified adolescents and 6,603 siblings who did not identify as transgender. The findings revealed no improvement in mental health after commencing hormone interventions and an increase in prescriptions for psychotropic medication. Are you kidding me? The Department of Defense did this study? Our government knew about this crap, had data of this crap, and yet they are still pushing this shit on our kids? The Department of Defense is pushing transing the kids. The Department of Defense is pushing our soldiers to dress in drag and sex, and will pay for sex changes. And they're still pushing, they're basically saying, hey, these kids, they've got mental problems, and giving them hormones and cutting off their dicks is not helping their mental problems. And we usually have to give them more drugs. To calm them down. By the way, we all know this. We all knew this. This wasn't rocket science. If a man thinks, if a girl, a boy, thinks he's a little girl, the first thing you should think of is, there's something wrong with that little boy. He probably needs some help. And by the way, notice they go straight to the psychotropic drugs. They don't just... Maybe he needs some counseling. I mean... (laughs) That's the problem with gender-affirming care. They don't think there's anything wrong with a little boy who thinks he's a little girl. That's okay. This is, I gotta tell you something, this is some sick shit that our government is pushing. Okay, continuing with this, it won't be long. Quote, among 963 transgender, gender-diverse youth using gender-affirming pharmaceuticals, mental health care, did not significantly change psychotropic medication change and psychotropic medications increased following gender affirming pharmaceutical initiation older age was associated with decreased care and prescriptions reads the study so here's the thing um transing going from a boy to a girl or a girl to a boy going through that entire process we already knew that wasn't helping mental health. The trans community is close... To, uh, d- trans community. They're not a community. Bunch of people. Trans people still have a, like a 40% suicide rate. And I mean literally 40, between 39 and 41% are committing suicides. Depression is extremely high in the trans community. They're, that's, that's not even an argument. But what bothers me about this? Well, what are they doing? Just give them more drugs. You know, how about you take them to a shrink that doesn't buy this affirmative care crap and actually help the kid out? Maybe you should do that before you give them any of the trans drugs or start chopping off boobs. Maybe you should do that. Okay, finishing the trans-identified cohort were more likely to have mental health diagnoses, use more mental health services, and be prescribed more psychotrophic medication compared to the sibling cohort. Duh. No kidding. You know, who gets rich off this whole thing? Well, uh, psychiatrists do because they're needed throughout the entire process. Doctors do because they have to assign the drugs and then they perform the surgeries. By the way, the surgeries never end. Once a guy, a little boy gets his penis cut off, he is a guaranteed patient for the rest of his life because guess what the body tries to do when you cut the penis off? Yeah, it tries to heal. So you need doctors to make sure that hole stays there. Sounds pretty disgusting, doesn't it? Follow follow me on Twitter, at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. I'm sure it's gone now because it's got to violate Twitter standards, but there's actually pictures of what happens when you try and add a penis to a little girl. It's disgusting. And I, I retweeted it because I think people need to see that crap. And then, of course, the pharmaceutical companies get rich because they sit back and they give the gender-affirming drugs, then they got the drugs that are needed for the surgeries that they have to go through, and then there are drugs for the mental health crisis that everybody is going to go through. And of course, then there are the opioids that the kids use to kill themselves after after their depression has just taken over. Does this sound like any of this is an accident, by the way? Why would the government actually know that this is a mental health crisis within the trans group and still push this shit? I don't know. Could it be the same reason they're pushing euthanasia? Could it be the same reason they're pushing abortion? Maybe it's be, they think that creating a happy, healthy society will increase the population and the population increase uh, is harder to control, of a healthy society is harder to control. Or maybe it'll save the cr- climate or some bullshit like that. I mean, you got to really sit there and wonder why the left, Democrats especially, not all Democrats. I usually, that's why I always say the left. But you got to sit back and say, you wonder why leftists like Joe Biden, like Kamala Harris, AOC, Bernie Sanders, why they're really pro-abortion, which is killing babies, why they're really into trancing kids, which will make it they can't have babies, while they're really into um, euthanasia, which is killing older people or younger people. I mean, in Canada... You can be 18 years old and be euthanized. Why do they continue to push all this shit? Why do they continue to make our lives miserable? Get rid of gas stoves. Get rid of water heaters. Get rid of air conditioners. Get rid of cars. Make gas unaffordable. Make all energy unaffordable. Why is that? Well, I know why. Because I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I, uh, to be honest with you, I don't think it's that much of a conspiracy. Klaus Schwab has written books about it. I'm sorry, there there is no secret there. Okay, well that was depressing. We're definitely going to have a, a, a show on Friday because I have so much still, and the news chiefs just keeps popping. I mean, Title Forty Two is going to end in one one day, ten hours. I can't. And 10,000, 11,000 people are already crossing the border. Can't wait to see what's going to happen tomorrow. Okay, so visit my website at Dumbasses Talking Politics. Be sure to take a visit at Rumble. In um, and, and, uh, Rumble, I've got a bunch of new videos. More videos are going to be coming out this week. Also, follow me on Twitter, run, at Run and Fool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. Jump into the water. It's, it's getting kind of warm. The water's beautiful. God bless you. I love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.